Hi, my name is Jimmy. I have a new life in Christ, and I'm recovering from control, anger, and pride. Hey, guys. Thanks for being here. Some of my family's here. As a kid, the boys did not like me because I was different. Being redheaded, wearing glasses. So I learned how to fight to keep boys off of me and to leave me alone. If I had to pick a point in my life where I started to see control, anger, and pride, it was here. It felt like I needed to rely on myself. I didn't need any help from others. When you get to my age, you've lived a lot of life, battled addiction, have over 35 years of sobriety, walked through a divorce, the anger of that divorce, forgiveness of that divorce, and we're very, very good friends today. Well, I could give you a list of all the things that I've done and all the ways God has been faithful. I can think of one season that changed my life and deepened my relationship with the Lord. It was Thursday, October 2017. I went to the doctor because I was not feeling well. The doctor said, well, you have your normal sinus infection, gave me my medicine and sent me on my way. By Friday night at 11 p.m., I asked my son to take me to the ER. I'd been vomiting and I couldn't keep anything down. Well, I thought I might just be hydrated, dehydrated. Before I knew it, things took a quick turn. Next thing I could remember was right before opening my eyes, I heard a voice and it said loudly, it's time for you to go back. Your boys need you. I woke up in an empty room looking for the person that had been with me, shouted, where are you? Hey, where are you? There was no response. Soon after, my family came into the room crying. I was confused. Their response and continued to assure me that I was fine. I just couldn't move. It almost seemed like somebody had been playing a trick on me, holding me down. My family began to break down the past few weeks and all that had walked through with the doctors. They told me that I went into septic shock. I had to look that one up. Didn't know what that meant. I was on life support for a few weeks, and I had died a few times. Yes, you heard me correctly. I died a few times. To give you a clear picture, everything started to shut down. My liver and my kidneys were failing. Went into cardiac arrest multiple times. And by Sunday at 6 p.m., 10 doctors brought my family in a room And we're communicating to them that since my feet and legs were bluish, purplish, black, blood was not getting to the limbs, that we may have to amputate them. They also did not know how much brain damage was there. So they posed the question to my family that was there in the room. Do you really want him to go through life like that? The nurses and the doctors didn't think that I would make it. Honestly, my family and some of them didn't believe that I would make it. Here's a picture of me in the hospital. Check out the hair. It uh, truly was in God's hands. My sister, MR, was in charge of medical decisions. So her and her husband went to the uh, chapel to pray. They asked God for wisdom and discernment. By God's grace, due to the morgue staff being unavailable because they had gone for the night, they decided to wait one more night to see if anything would change. God has a sense of humor. The next day, they met with the heart doctor, and they said, Jimmy is stable now. Well, we know that even if I did die, 
it wouldn't have changed the fact that God is good and he would have taken care of my family and used it for his glory. In his kindness, slowly but surely, every day got a little bit better. I was referred to as the miracle man on the floor. The process not only had an impact on my physical health, but also on my spiritual health. God used my sickness to do his work. With someone who struggles with pride and control, this experience taught me a few things. It showed me that I'm not in charge. God is always in control. God is always good. While I was on life support in the ICU, many friends from high school, church, community group came to visit and pray. I was told that there were more than 20 people in the room praying for me at one time. Doctors, nurses, had never seen anything like this before. God used my sickness to soften my heart and to break down some hard edges in me from being hurt in the past. I no longer had this hidden anger inside of me and this desire to control my life. While I knew that Jesus was my Savior and the Lord of my life, my perspective had shifted. God deepened my trust. In step three, trust, it says, God wants you to know him. He promised a Savior that would provide payment and a debt for your sin and a way to your heart to restore him. I know him and my heart were fully restored to him in every way, in every sense of the way. Trusting in the Lord is not just a phrase I use, but it's something that I believe with all my heart today. God even provided healing and restoration for friends during this time that were visiting me. I had two close friends, Lazo and his brother Zoltan. They were brothers, and they had not spoken for many years. During this time, while they were visiting me, they had the time to reconcile their differences, and be civil again. Isn't God awesome? While in the hospital, I read my Bible daily. The Lord provided opportunities for me to have conversations with hospital employees about Jesus. Scripture that helped me during this time was Isaiah 41.10. So do not fear, for I am with you. Do not be dismayed, for I am God. I will strengthen you and help you. I will uphold you with my righteous right hand. This miracle man's story was spreading through the hospital. And even had a lady from housekeeping who asked many questions about Christianity. She was able to share about what she believed. It was clear that the Lord had, there, had me there for a reason. During my stay in the hospital, learning how to think, chew, swallow, walk, talk, all over again. I continued to trust the Lord and cling to him while I was in there. Well, the day had finally come for me to try to stand. My PT helped me to the edge of the bed, let my feet dangle for the first time, scooted to the edge of the bed, planted my feet on the floor, and with a strap and two other nurses, they helped me up. And at that moment, my youngest son entered the room. He grabbed me and he whispered in my ear. He said, I thought I was never going to be able to do this again, to hug you and tell you that I love you. We both cried. We both hugged. There wasn't a dry eye in the room. Moments like this remind me that God is about God's goodness. Almost losing my life actually renewed my view on life and the purpose God has given me as a Christ follower. 
Our family has gotten closer since this event. I've been able to watch my son get married, take photos of that wedding, and to meet my first grandchild, Elijah. Yes, he's another redhead. Keep the chain going. I am grateful that God saved my life and allowed me to stay around a little bit longer. With this time that I've been given, I want to continue to help others. Do his will, share about the hope and the freedom that I found in Christ. It is not on my own strength, but it is on God's strength. Proverbs 3, 5 through 6, trust in the Lord with all your heart. Lean not on your own understanding. But in all ways, submit to him, and he will make your path straight. I love getting to serve at Regen on Monday nights because it reminds me of healing begins with one basic step, trusting in the Lord. The question I leave you with today is what will you do with the time you've been given? The words I like to use here are deal with your crap. Sierra said I could say that word, so don't blame her. But honestly, learn from me. Don't waste your time and deal with your crap. Surrender your life to God. Walk faithfully with him in all the days, and I promise you it'll be worth it. You have 52 weeks or less to deepen your relationship with the Lord, to use that time. If tonight is your first time, congratulations. Welcome to Regen. We are so glad that you are here. You're in the right place for recovery. Whatever your struggles may be, there are many people here that can help you and serve you in any way. Remember, you are not alone. Enjoy the journey. Let God help you through it. And don't forget to enjoy the nuggets that are there along the way as you learn how to deal with your hurts, your habits, and your hang-ups. My name is Jimmy, and I have a new life in Christ. I'm recovering from control, pride, and anger. Thank you for this opportunity to share in your time.